The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome everybody to the KyberCast. This is episode number 63, recorded Sunday, September 6th. Yes, it's early because we've got stuff going on this week. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the team. Joining me, as always, is my friend... Michael B.S., Geek Extraordinaire. Wow, you've really stepped it up this week. I you know. Done an, did, you, did you do extraordinary things this week to do that, to earn that title? Um, I watched a lot of geek stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's just every day. I mean, what, it's not like you don't. No, but I, I, went, I watched six episodes at least of two shows we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I did the right thing and watched the first of, of both of them so we wouldn't go too far on people today. Figure give him some time. But no, Michael has to do the extra work. Well, they released all three. Yeah. So people watched them. You buy a whole box of cereal, but you don't eat it all on the same day. Yeah, I binge. <laughs> no, they're both cereal. worth binging. In, in a nutshell, they're both worth binging right now, but I, I we'll get into how and why afterwards um i'm gonna start uh our geek this week because you probably haven't but i started our book club and i bought dune and i've already read uh we gotta gotta include the listeners in on this well i thought you were gonna do that in social over the weekend we 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 said that i said i don't win but uh, i've actually heard from at least one i was thinking well what i was thinking which i hadn't told you yet was maybe like October 1st because the movie comes out in December and they take the month. Right, but it, it, it's probably good that I started then, even if it's October 1st. Um, for those that are listening, uh, yeah, we don't do a lot of show prep, clearly. No. <laughs> well, I, just no, as you know, it, one of our listeners has reached out after he heard our podcast and said, yes, I'm definitely in if we do it. Oh, cool. Doing, well, let's do it. So that's the announcement. We'll be doing Dune. We'll start it October 1st. I'm going to start it early because it'll I'll take me a while to catch up to everybody anyways. Take notes. Um, yeah, I'm going to read it and listen to the story. I don't write notes down. I'll, I'll remember. Um, it's like 800 pages, I guess. Yeah, it is. That's a lot and of reading. It, well, I read the, this one's a slow read because it's, again, it's a world building thing. So it's, you know, like Lord of the Rings, whatever you have to figure out the names and planets and you know it's a whole different thing so it's, there's you know a lot of learning um so that's the tough part of any book like this at the beginning you got to learn and it's hard i mean it's not an easy read right now i'll be honest with you for the first 100 pages but hey so far so good so far how so far good. are you into it joe i i just said the first 100 pages oh okay <laughs> well you're yeah, 100 pages in it you're an eighth done already yeah but I won't pick it up again for probably another four or five days. Maybe I'll pick it up while. And then we, actually, full disclosure, we're, we're recording this early because I have work to do this week off-site. Um, I'll be traveling not far. I'm still in Michigan and wearing masks. 
and very little people, but um, I've got some things to do for work. So we're trying to get this one uh, so we don't miss a week. This is how dedicated we are. Yeah, or dumb, but it's fun. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if dumb's the right word. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm a little tired. I own Dune. I haven't started it yet, but now I'm thinking maybe I should. So I will definitely get on social media. So by the time y'all hear this, earlier this week, or later this week, I should say, the early part of the week, you should have already seen something on social media. We are going to be hosting a book club on yep. Dune. And if you are new to the show, check out our Facebook page and uh, Facebook group, right, Michael? And that's what, at KyberCast, right? You got it. Cool. Because we'll be posting there and hopefully people, we can have discussions about said book before the movie comes out. Good idea. Yeah. It's nice. You know, and maybe, depending if you can get a copy in time, maybe like November, we could do Ready Player Two. Ooh, that'd be sweet. That one I figured would be like a weekend read because <laughs> the first one I read so fast because I, I, I loved it. I know a lot. I know that for some reason there's a lot of love and hate on that book, but I I, I liked it. Yeah, one of our listeners told- on uh, Instagram, I can't remember who, whose name. Well, maybe I don't. I don't even want to say his name because it's his opinion. But he is not a fan of Ernest Cline. No, not at all. I don't know. So no biggie. Which I get, I get some of the the uh, commentary uh, to that, but I I admit when I read Ready Player One. Fortnite. Did you read it? Yes, I read it. Did you read it? Read it? Yes, I read it. I told you last week, I only oh, listen right. to nonfiction. Gotcha. And gotcha. then log it on Goodreads. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't want to rehash that. You can find out, want to listen to a really good argument that I win, listen to the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, my geek this week really hasn't changed. Uh, every night since uh, our last podcast, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to finish that fourth Murderbot novel. And then I go on my phone, and before I know it, it's two hours later, and I I was I should have gone to bed an hour before then. So <laughs> I'm going to finish it soon because my hold showed up from the library. Yes, I'm one of those geeks that still gets books from the library. And I got the fifth novel. The four, like I said, the first four are just novellas. They're only about uh, about a couple hundred pages max. And they're quick reads, so they actually the fifth book is actually a full blown novel, and I got it from the library. So I'm gonna have to finish so I can read that and return it. Yeah, I, I think the library is cool, but with this COVID and people like you know touching their fingers and hands and licking books and stuff, I don't know. Who licks books? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing some fear at you. Wow. <laughs> I got mine. I get my books uh, digitally clean through the through the airwaves <laughs> and Amazon. Oh, so you go ahead. Which, you go ahead. Have those uh, you know COVID books that you're holding. Yeah, they, when the books return, they they quarantine the books for a few days before they and then they sure. clean them and that's, then send them back out. That's great. It's too bad that most of the people in the world do just enough not to get fired from their job that to trust that stuff. <laughs> I'm not worried. This is going to be my <laughs> second book from the library during the COVID times. Yep. I'm, I'm just playing. All right. Well, we have two major shows that started this week that we want to dive into. Uh, 
one of them is Raised by Wolves and the other one is The Boys. I personally have only watched the first episode of both of those, but Michael's an overachiever. As he said, he's a geek extraordinaire this week because he uh, basically is caught up on all of them, right? You have to wait now a week to see something. I do have to wait a week, yes. Yeah. Well, so, so what's it What's it called? Um, Raised by Wolves? That came out Thursday. Yeah. yeah, and I watched it. I I don't know if I watched it that night or not. I'm going to go, yes, I did. Shaylee and I watched it. She was actually interested in watching it as well. Did uh, did Michelle watch with you? Yeah, but she walked away after a bit. It was too weird slow for her, I think. Shaylee was into it. It is. Okay, so let's talk about the episode. This is Ridley Scott. This is totally Ridley Scott. Like he directed the first, I know he directed the first two episodes, I believe. But um, I mean, it is clearly pacing and everything else. It's very, very Ridley Scott. Very Um, much so. Also, what weird fetish does Ridley Scott have with androids and white blood? No, I don't think it's a fetish. I, that was a question I was going to ask. That's a throughput, I think. I think all these kind of line up in his universe, the Scott universe. I do. You think this is lined up with Alien and Prometheus and all that? I do. I do. I, I do. I don't know about Blade Runner. I think maybe it started with that, but I think, well, I'll start with Alien. Alien was first, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, Alien was first. I think he just pulled that through there. But I think that this is part of that because it's really strange. Um, we, we should probably get into the premise of the first episode before we go. But but I think there is a link. Uh, I just because we don't really know time, do we? Do we get a date? It's um, way well, there was do, a date, I believe. Uh, you haven't watched the second episode, but yes, we got a date. Yeah, we got a date. I haven't watched the second episode. I knew there was a date, but it. Um, you could say it. You're not going to hurt me. What was it? What is the date? Well, there's a flashback in the second episode, and it's 2157. Okay, so 100 and some years from now. No, um, basically 130 years from now. 140, okay. give or take. All right. And I don't know when Prometheus took place. I can't remember. But it's not that far. I don't I don't think it's as far as 150 years, is it? An alien? I don't think I don't so. I don't remember the dates. This is like further out, I think, than those. Yeah, but well, the thing with, well, so we're not including Blade Runner, right? No, that's not a Ridley Scott. November nineteen ninety nine. It is Ridley Scott. Yeah, but he but he didn't write it. It's not part of his canon thing. Oh, true. Well, he didn't so, write Alien. I believe he did. Uh, Dan O'Bannon. Okay, maybe he wrote the script. Anyways, Dan O'Bannon and someone else wrote Alien. That's why he okay. has the story credit on every single movie. Got it. But I do think there's a three. Daniel Brennan and Ronald Shusett, I think. Sorry. That's right. Um, I I do think he has some kind of something with androids and and whatnot, linking them together somehow. Um, Especially Prometheus feels very close to this this show. There's a a theme of birth. Even in Alien, there's a theme of birth, obviously, with the uh, impregnation of people with the alien in them. There's a lot of, you know, new life, weird life. You know, uh, theme through all of those, really. Yeah. Um, and clearly, this is this is a strange. Uh, the premise that at least in episode one, and don't go past that because I don't want to don't wreck it too much for me or people that listen. So there will be spoilers now. If anybody wants to stop listening and go check out the first episode, yeah, spoilers only for episode one. Go do that now, um, and then come back and pick up right here. Um, 
so episode one, you you see this kind of ship crash and uh, these two people get out, uh, mother and father, and um, you know, in no quick time, they have a really sweet shelter that's picked up and embryos are and attach these embryos to uh, the mother and gives birth to six, I believe, right? Correct. If I remember, yeah, six six children. Um, yep. And we f- we find out that these are android people that are raising these kids. Um, and this takes a, this takes some time too. It doesn't happen in the first 10 minutes, but it, it does, it is drawn out a bit and you can see where uh, it's a lot of, uh, it's not quite exposition, but it's preamble, I guess is a better word um, for the story. Cause that's not what, you know, it's about. So these kids don't, a lot of kids don't make it. Only one makes it. And the one that made it was one that was going to die at the beginning and uh, kind of the survivor, so to speak. Yep. Um, and, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to rehash the story, but I'm just trying to get us up to speed because if you watch it, you'll, you'll see all this. If um, you don't need to listen to me talk about it, but, um, and then humans come in the form of an ark, which is a very Noah type thing, right? They call it the ark. Yep. I think. They do. And, and um, things happen. Uh, this, this, they, Androids are clearly still the, the the mood is very the same in how people treat androids from this to uh, Alien and, and Prometheus, right? Don't you feel that? Oh yeah, they they treat them uh, well. They're an analog to slaves, really. No, they're machines. No different than a car to them. Mm. It's a machine. They have no. That's what. That's how they treat it. It's a, it is a machine. Yeah, but different people react to the androids in different ways. So. Right. Right. That's why I made the analog to slave because, you know, it, it's well established. You know, you had the uh, the mammies, if you will, the house slaves that would oftentimes raise the children. And that's pretty much what these two androids are doing. Yep. Yep. And to the children, they're beloved. But to the adult, uh, the adult humans, yes, they're. They're pretty much, you know, you're right, machines, or they're just, they're property. Correct. But the, the, the odd thing about this is the, this, these androids took these embryos based off their mentor. Like it's the same name as the character that they named the boy. Um, and I, it's Campion? Campion something? I, I want to say yeah, champion, champion all the time, but it's, it's, Campion. it's Campion. And their leader, Campion, sent these two androids with these kids in hopes of starting a new colony of humans based on atheism because they believe it is said somewhere in here that religion has destroyed humankind, so to speak. So, um, but what's interesting is this Android mother is a lot different than other androids. Yes. Yes. Very much so. We don't know why, right? Well, you might know why, but I'm um, not giving away any spoilers, but in the first episode, yes, we don't know what's what makes her different. So, so what? Uh, my take right away is um, it, it took a bit of time, but I really like. I mean, it's 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 a good show. I, I can't wait to to get really into it. I was afraid if I started again, I, I knew I would keep watching, but I didn't want to binge because I tend to forget things if I binge it. So I, I'm going to watch them separately. Um, you know, once a week. Well. Once every other day or something, I'm not going to watch them back. Because yeah, new episodes come out next Thursday, right? Which I won't be here anyways. Um, 
but I really liked it. I mean, it's freaky. It's kind of a throwback to science fiction. It's not super, um, I don't know. It, it feels very seventies in a way to me. Um, even from art direction, like the helmets that they wear and it's very clean, very spacey, you know, uh, kind of, I don't know. That's the way I saw it. What, what, what are your thoughts? I agree. It's, they're going for a different aesthetic. Um, however, with the, uh, I don't remember the name of the sect that they're called, but the religious, the believers that show up definitely right. have like kind of like a crusades look to them. Yeah. I mean, I, as soon as I see the thing, it says it looks like a black sun and I think of star Wars, but uh, yeah, well, it is. it's, um, it's all that's who they worship. So it's weird. Yeah. It's this kind of altered. Um, I don't want to say I, it doesn't seem to be a Christian faith, but we don't know what it is. Right. Right, we don't know. Maybe you, maybe you. Do, I don't right? know. I mean, we know that they worship Saul, um, mm-hmm. which is Spanish for sun, right? That's the name of Saul. Yeah, that's the name of the sun, Saul. Right. right. Um. So they worship Saul. Um, like I said, you can see that on they've got the pendants and they've got it on their chests and yada yada yada. I mean, they definitely worship Saul as a deity, a single god. Right. Um, and I won't go too much more into that because they do expand upon it in the next couple episodes a little bit. But a lot of the, like I said, I, I don't know that it's a Christian faith, but they borrow heavily from what we know now are different aspects of the regalia, if you will, that... Mm-hmm. Are associated with Christian faith, like I said, like the Crusades, and you'll you'll see other type clues. But right. what I thought was interesting about this show was the trailer that we saw just what two weeks ago that really got people hyped. Yeah, ninety yeah. percent of that is that first episode. I know. Yeah, I mean, which is couple, good. There are a couple. As I was watching it. So, yeah, as I was watching, I'm like, wow, that's the whole preview. Yeah, Not, which I liked because the preview, obviously that the trailer got me excited to watch the show. But knowing that 90% of what I saw in that, that trailer was in this first episode means out of six episodes, there is a whole wealth of I don't know coming, and I like that. Right. Right. Now, just throwing this at you too. Do you watch Westworld? I do not. Oh, there's white blood on those androids too. Just oh, saying. For real? Yeah. What is it with androids and white blood? I don't. I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Maybe it's all one world. Interesting. But yeah, the, this the um, as you said, like the aesthetic and the art direction, or not the art, the, the props and whatnot. It looks very 70s. It looks, I don't want to say it looks low budget because that sounds bad, but it has more of, I guess, in certain aspects, a less is more approach. Right. Does that make sense? And that, yeah. I mean, just if, if you look at old 70s stuff, like a, not quite Logan's run, but that kind of, it's just something about it that feels that way to me. I can hear that. Or even, even early, like, like late 60s Star Trek. You know, right. you throw someone in a silver suit or just right. you know, leotard. Yeah, a leotard that's silver. Well, they're an alien, 
right? They're a different species or they're a robot mm-hmm. or whatever. So I get a lot of that because the two main characters initially, mother and father, they literally just were unitards. Right. But we don't know. So I mean, see, the tough thing is you do know. So I'm asking questions and you might put you in the spot, but uh, we just know it's some kind of disease killed the kids. And we don't know why the one kid survived. There's something different about him, obviously. Probably right. some whole chosen, some whole chosen one storyline, per usual. Maybe we'll find out. Well, um, I mean, it kind of sets him up to be like the savior type. You know, what makes him different? You know, is he the right. one? And right. obviously, the show from this first episode is going to play with the idea of faith because they make such a big point of the fact that the androids are going to raise these children as atheists. Right. And that, you know, faith destroyed the world and that's why they're here. But, um, I think they catch the boy. Isn't he curious about faith, at least in this first episode? Sure. Because he was going to go pray at those rocks. Remember? Okay. I was, well, I was trying to get there without, coming out and saying it because I couldn't remember if that was the first or second episode. So Right, right. No, it was the first one. So he went to, and she kind of put the kibosh on that. Yes. Okay, um, good. And then, you know, when all shit go, gets loose, like when the, the, the people come down and they want to separate the boy from her, that's when she just goes nuts and becomes godlike. Yeah, and, yeah. With ex- extreme power and blowing the shit out of people with her scream and flying turn like her whole body turns into like a kind of an x-men like shell you know like tough shell and she can levitate or float um i mean it's very godlike i mean she's they're setting her up to be some kind of could be some kind of god thing we don't know you may know but i don't know no i don't i will say this i'm this obviously doesn't spoil two or three but the pacing in the first episode is slow it's intentional. Yeah. I'm on to say about two and three is that it continues that pacing. So even though I've seen two more episodes than you, I don't know that I know a lot more because it is very slow, very methodical. They're peeling back layers of an onion little by little with these episodes. So is it keeping your attention? I'll keep you that. Is it, are you just as much? Even though it's got the slower pace, um, and it's not a lot of, I mean, yes, that first episode, there was a lot of carnage right there at the end when she goes apeshit and then flies up to the arc yeah. and then starts killing fucking everyone. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's some action, but it's so, I don't want to say sterile because, I mean, the way she explodes people, I mean, there's just nothing left. Just mush. No. But it's so calculated and so unfeeling. It feels different. It's not like, which we'll get to in a second, the boys, where it's this really gratuitous violence, right? Correct. Which it is, but the boys, I mean, and the boys, they linger on these violent shots, you know? Like we saw in the first season, you're going to see more of this in second season. You know, when someone breaks an arm or gets cut or something, they hold the shot and it's disturbing. Right. People explode all around her and they don't really kind of focus on that. She's just, boom, is done. She's killed them. She's moving on. 
So but there is blood on her. Oh yeah. So you know, it, it's not like she comes out of it clean, which I think is important. Yes, correct. Like she's not. You know what I mean? It's not like a. It is, yeah, it, it's on her. It's like a sin on her in a way. Yes, and that's that's what I was going to say about this. This is this is a hundred percent pure Ridley Scott in that he's going to be he's going to be playing with the ideas of religion and faith. Part of that is going to be atheism, but he's also really heavily going to play with the notion of motherhood, parenthood, which again. We saw this in Alien. Yep. The and aliens. Aliens, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> that know, too. Was, wasn't Ridley Scott, but yes. But, okay, but in Alien, the computer on the Nostromo was called Mother, right? Right. Yep. And then in Blade Runner, the focus of the um, replicants was that they didn't want to die, but they also wanted to meet their maker, and they went and met their maker, right? Right. So... And there's, so there's a lot of question as to what is sentience, what is life, what is motherhood, what is what is God, what is religion. These are typical things that Ridley Scott likes to play with and ask totally. questions. Yeah, and it's it's the the ask of most humans, right? Why are we here? Who is what? You know, oh, those yeah. kind of things. Um. Good show. I'm excited. I don't my my here's my fear for me personally. Um and it's totally counter it's t- it'll be totally countered by when we start talking about the boys. There's just so much negativity going on right now in the world that I don't know if I can handle a negative or 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 a show that's going to be no hope. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how long I you know it's it's this the show doesn't feel good right now in terms of how you feel, at least the first episode watching it, you know, um, it's not joy. It's not like, you know, you've got star Wars. It makes you feel this, this is not that. No. Right. So, um, in this, in, in, and I just hope, you know, with everything going on in the world and all the bad shit, I don't know how much bad shit I can watch for a while. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? No. Okay, yeah. Well, you had mentioned earlier, kind of like a seventies aesthetic. And this show also has that. I mean, you think of cinema from the 70s, like Taxi Driver and things like that. Right. That gritty, not full of hope type film cinema that was so prevalent. Yes, that feeling is here in this show. So yeah. it's not it's not a show you want to watch to bring your hopes up. This is not <laughs> this is not Peanut Butter Falcon, a movie I watched this weekend. That's, no, that's a great movie. It was. And I know that's not the purview of this particular podcast, but I will give a quick shout out to that movie because it is completely devoid of irony. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It's really good. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Um, okay. Well, I, you know, I, I think this is a good show. I, it, I will watch it. I'm just, that's just my only caveat is like, yeah, I don't know how much bad shit I can take. We'll see what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, right now I'm all in, feeling good. And that will anything else on that, Michael? Before we jump on to the next one, I think we can move on to the boys. Which missing anything? Did you? Uh, you were probably I back did look, on Thursday sorry, night, well, uh, right? When they what's released that? it, I said you were probably in bed on Thursday night when they released it, weren't you? Oh, the boys early. 
Yeah, they were, I happened to notice it on Twitter, and I immediately watched the first episode. Um, I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, I'll watch it when I watch it, probably Sunday, which is what I did. <laughs> I watched the, I watched uh, the first uh, episode in about a half hour of the second episode. Yeah. So, okay, the boys, we're picking up season two. There's uh, it's 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 a smaller it's a sh- it's a smaller episode one. Not too much stuff happens. Um, but you know, it's not like super actions. It's, it's all set up, right. Um, getting us, getting us caught up to where our friends are. And I don't think it takes place much later, maybe like a week later or something from when season one ended guessing something like that. No, no more than a week. It could even be just a couple days. It could be. I mean, but I mean, it's that fast. It's, you know, you know, it's not quite as fast as, you know, last Jedi was was five minutes after. I was waiting for that. <laughs> All right, quick, quick tangent. Um, if you, if anybody here does listen to Rebel Force Radio, which is one of my favorite podcasts about Star Wars, they had a, a gentleman on there who is his name is F. J. DeSanto, and he is a writer. And he does, he's the show lead for the new Transformers on uh, Netflix. Um, but they go to him for writing and. You know, unless any, and his take on uh, the Last Jedi is exactly like mine, which just makes me feel great. Anyways, and he knows what he's doing, and I don't. But he said the same thing. He's fucked it up when he started five minutes later. <laughs> you basically, what he did was, you made one movie longer <laughs> and screwed everything up. Um, okay. Anyways, the boys, man. Uh, so yeah, it gets us started again, and see our friends and. Um, in their new situation, they're kind of hiding out, uh, and you know, trouble ensues. But they're they're trying to find a new. We don't know who this new terrorist is, right? This boat, the guy who flipped the boat over. So, um, the guys go now. They go to try and figure out who that is and work with the CIA, and something happens there. Uh, again, spoilers. Sorry, I didn't even start that uh, before we started this boys talk there's spoilers um so yeah this new threat uh that huey wants to try and get rid of um something happens there but they're also working with um oh my gosh what's her name starlight star yep starlight starlight yeah starlight um to get some compound v so they can go public with it and uh, we do now see one of my favorite actors, Giancarlo Esposito, Esposito as he says, um, as the new, I don't know if he's bad. He's just corporate, like uber corporate. That's um, bad enough. Yeah, yeah. Who's running Vought Industries. And um, yeah. And Homelander does not disappoint, right? God, he's so fucked up. So fucked up, right? Yeah, he's so Like what he did to that, uh, the new the the guy that was blind. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so basically, yeah. Do you want to tell this? Because it's no. I mean, go ahead. I've been telling you. Just they bring in this guy that's basically <laughs> like an analog to Daredevil, right? Yeah, and Bruce Which, Lee. Well, kind right. of a, well, both. One, we, we know that Daredevil yeah. was taught by Stick, right? And so right, that's right, some right. kind of association with you know, the hand. Not the hand. Yeah, that's what it is. The hand. Yeah, the hand. All right, the hand. Well, I love this because, let's face it, out of the 
Netflix superhero shows that they did for Marvel, Daredevil was probably the crown jewel there. It was the best of them, right? So, yeah. And Jessica Jones is right up there too, but yes. Yes, but I think, yeah, Daredevil got the most, you know, as far as we can tell, the most ratings and got the most hype. It's a good show. So to take this Daredevil analog, yes, they changed him up. He's not quite Daredevil, but he's a martial artist that's blind. And (laughs) a fucking homeowner just fucking boxes his ears, but he's, you know, boxes his ears at, you know, supersonic speeds. It just yeah. explodes them, and it's just he cripples the guy immediately. How well, he didn't want to cripple. He, he, he didn't want to cripple. He, yeah, but you know, he he said like, I don't want to cripple him. I in as part of the seven. Like he's a very he's a Nazi man. Yes, he is. He is yeah. not PC at all. Oh no, it's not even about PC. He's just fucking Nazi. I mean, he's Aryan. He wants this pure, you know, thing going on. Um. So that's it. I laugh. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. The show is it's we shouldn't be laughing, but we are. Uh, and it's it's pretty brutal. I mean, there's a lot of brutal things in there, and especially like that. Um, there's a a character that that has been given. Uh, you know, when I hear V, I think of the um H, other HBO show, the uh, vampire series. Oh my God, what was it? True Blood. True Blood, right? And they had wasn't it V in that too? If I remember. What if they call um, it Venom V or something? I don't know. Or yeah. A- anyways, Compound V. I know that's this is Compound. Show. Yeah, this this show is Compound V. Anyways, this kid that Starlight knows took it or has it, and he can regenerate, right? So he pays people. People pay him to cut his limbs off and shit to like go through some weird cathartic fetish thing in the hotel. He, this guy pays him money to cut his arm off with a hatchet with a blade. That's why I like this show because they take. Some throwaway powers, you'd think, you know, so you can heal, but that's it. I mean, right. that's basically kind of like Wolverine. Wolverine, though, obviously has the enhanced senses and the adamantium right. skeleton, but this guy, if you can just heal and regenerate, is that really a great power if that's your only power? I'll take it. Well, yeah, I would take it, but <laughs> what they do is they take it, they take these lesser powers and they twist them and show you how the world might look and how that might be a fetish. Because there's a fetish for everything, right? They they also kind of make fun of other characters too. Like the, I can't remember the guy's name in this, but he's kind of like the Hawkeye uh, of the group. He's got the, the, Oh yeah. It's like, well, I ran out of arrows. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hit anything, but I ran out of arrows. I was useless after that. And he had to come to, he had to go to counseling for that. (laughs) That yeah. shit's funny. It is. Um, that's what I like about this show is that there is, it's dark, but it, there's still a sense of humor. It's a dark sense of humor, yeah. though. Now, the tough thing about this is, you know, my favorite character is probably is a lot is the butcher, and he doesn't come in until the end, obviously, of this particular episode. Correct. Um, he, he's out and about. Nobody knows where he's at. Well, one guy knows where he's at. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody's looking for him. So are the uh, seven um, and then there's, you know, they, they, it starts off too with the, at the end of season one, you remember they made super terrorists or whatever you want to call them. And there was one in the middle East. And then they went out and basically the beginning of this, they went to take him out and they sent, um, I forgot what the assassin's name is. Black Noir. 
Yeah. And um, he caught Which some. Which is great. I love that name. But he, do we, do we, His name do, is Black Black. He, right. Is that person, he doesn't regenerate though. Like he got, he caught some shit with the fire. You saw a little bit of his face or the mask was burnt off and stuff. So I think he does, but who knows? I mean, he doesn't regenerate obviously like that other guy did. No. Who his arm grew back immediately, but I, I assume he regenerated. I'm not sure. But yeah, he's is he supposed to be like their Batman analog? I don't know what his deal is. I don't know. I don't know if it's Batman. Doesn't feel like Batman to me. And I apologize, everyone, if you can suddenly hear that. It started raining very hard, so that's what that's. Oh wow! Well, I hear it now. I didn't know it was supposed to rain. Oh yeah, right about now. Oh yeah. All right. But. Uh, now, I love Giancarlo Esposito, and he's playing this, you know, the, the the big bad, I guess, for now. But Homelander kind of confronts him, uh-huh. and he he has no fear of Homelander whatsoever. No, he's guessing this still, right? Um, I mean, but but basically, his his he was gonna just be, so Homelander goes to uh, this guy. What is his name in the show? I should know that. I don't remember. It's not important right now. It's not important. Anywho, he goes up there. Uh, Homelander goes up to to confront him about them choosing this new part of the seven. Her name is Storm, which I'm sure you already know more about Stormfront. her than I do because you saw the uh, Stormfront. Sorry, and um, he wants to make all the decisions. He thinks he runs Vought, and he goes up there to you know to intimidate this new or big bigger bad and he just doesn't flinch he just says well you know you're the one who took this compound v out in the world this and that and basically he said he was going to just tell the world if he does anything he'll just tell them that you were manufactured right yeah he gives no fucks no zero fucks and that really stopped but I'm, i'm surprised that that would stop him from like he popped that one guy with his ears. Like Homelander just did that really quick. Why didn't he just do that to this guy? That's I guess this is the writing that bothers me. Yeah, I I was waiting for him to do something to him. Like right. But I don't know. Maybe I don't know. If if well, I was I, Vought, if I was Vought, the company, if you had something that gave people powers, you got to think that you might have an antidote. So maybe. Maybe Homelander's worried about that. I don't know. But you got to think they got to have a... There's always a backup plan, right? You don't make anthrax without having some kind of treatment for it. Yeah, you don't make clones without an Order 66. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, yeah, what I thought was going to happen was Homelander was going to try something and then find out this guy's like super fucking powerful. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, But I was kind of upset. Like, what? He just destroyed this guy with super hearing in two seconds like what's what's he so scared of this guy for like I, I don't know that's just a weird you know that's just one of those writing things where sometimes not everybody double checks their work I think you know I can if, see this, that. if this you know, I mean if, if he's threatened in any way he doesn't no, there's nothing stopping him right now right right well, in his mind Superman he can do whatever he wants right in his mind though nothing's you know nothing can stop him so I was just 
you know, and, and maybe you, maybe it happens in the next couple episodes. You saw that and you don't have to, to get into it, but you know, damn, this show's good. That's all. <laughs> I just really like this show. See, I'm going to say this. I, I mean, it's the boys. I liked the first episode, but it was a bit slow for me. Um, I don't know that I needed a lot more. I don't know what I needed. All I knew was this first episode. I was kind of like, all right, we're basically taking the time to reset the pieces for round two. Yeah. And that's how it felt. Yeah, you're right. For sure. So, I was kinda, Except for when the CIA's head chick just blew up or whatever. Yeah, that was like, wow, okay, she's not in the show anymore. Right. Um, and that's that's always good for shows. I mean, that's why Game of Thrones is so damn good. Like, oh, you killed people. Now people right. came back, but but yes, I uh, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the f- the first episode. I just it didn't hit me like now. And I have to remember too. I enjoyed the first episode of season one, and it kind of ended with a bang, which made me want to watch episode number two. And then it took me a good couple episodes before I was like, yes, this show is fantastic. Obviously, I still think the show is fantastic. I just, and maybe it was because I was so piped, it's not piped, so pumped and hyped for the season to come out. And I was so excited. You know, it came out early and I watched it Thursday night. And the first episode was just, it was all right. Yeah, I, I liked it. I knew it, it's tough. First episodes are always tough. Agreed, agreed. But I mean, but I mean, I mean, like I said, it's there's some parts I really liked. Obviously, the scene with the uh, the <laughs> that whole scene with Homelander and I can't remember his name, but the hero that he boxes his ears that was yeah. hilarious. But yeah, there are different questions. Um, I'm he very upper, he. he he heats up her milk on her last. That was so uh, fucked up. Uh, yeah, he's weird. He's got problems. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I'm enjoying it. Uh, like I said, I've watched the first three episodes, no spoilers, but the first episode was good. It, but it's a little, it was a little slow for me, but I'm still happy. Good. Yeah. Good show. Super excited. It's on now. We've got a lot to talk about in the next few weeks. So for those that listen to the podcast, you know, bone up on your raised by wolves and the boys. So we've got, we've got stuff to pass the time. Um, you know, other shows that are on, uh, that dropped on Netflix that I watched, uh, as part of my geek this week, I should put in is there's a whole video game documentary, like a, like a five or six episode. Um, and it's pretty interesting. They talk about, you know, the guy who did the sound design for early Nintendo and, um, you know, all these founders that you find people that did things in early video games. So I love that stuff. So it's fun. Fun. It's called it. High Score. High, I think it's called High Score, the series. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. I, I've seen it. Or no, I haven't seen it. When I saw the, the title, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's fun. I like documentaries. This is a good one to watch an episode, get in, get out. A um, little bit of trivia. You probably know this, though. I knew this before this sh- series, but do you know who uh, who invented uh, Breakout? Who invented Breakout? Mm-hmm. I feel like when you tell me, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But right now I'm drawing a blank. Steve Jobs. Okay. I did not in know Wozniak. that. Actually. 
Yeah. Wasn't they were they were working in the garage and they were writing code and stuff and uh they worked at Atari for a while to make some money and uh they invented breakout Wozniak and Jobs. I did not know that. Yep. He worked uh he worked they worked for Atari for a bit. They were hippies working at night. Isn't that funny? I mean, you think back on all these things. I mean, was there a computer or a gaming company bigger than Atari in the 80s and then gone? Yeah, the E.T. game did that to him. <laughs> uh, millions they lost. I mean, they even had a the reason the reason they lost it, not to go too far into this thing, but I knew. I mean, obviously, I knew this before that. I, I have books on Atari. It's one of my favorite companies. I had I had a twenty six hundred. I had an eight hundred. I had a fifty two hundred, and I love the Atari stuff. Um, well, they sold a Time Warner, and everything that goes to Time Warner dies. Ooh. You know, C A O L, all that shit. Everything that was groundbreaking, the, the Time Warner bought it and destroyed them because they just turned it into some corporate. Because Atari was like the reason Jobs went there. Is he can go there if he wanted to work from midnight till seven in the morning. They didn't give a shit. You could wear shorts and sandals. That's how they got all the coders and made that company. Like people that were working for the IBMs and stuff didn't want to do that. So Atari, Nolan Bushnell, who started Atari, made the first Pong game. Yes. Uh, he, he, uh, yeah, he hired these people by saying, I don't care when you come in, what you do, you can drink, do whatever the hell you want, but here's the deadlines. And they're like, sweet. And he stole a ton of people and made great games, you know. Um, it, was, it was, you know, ahead of its time. And when Time Warner, when he sold a Time Warner, that's it. Everybody became corporate. They lost people and it just became churning them out and get it out quick, get it out quick, get it out quick, not get it out good. Yeah. And it killed it. Killed the brand. What is the balance there between uh, get it out quick and get it out good? I mean, what's the old saying? You can have it... You can only pick two or three. Good, fast, yeah. and cheap. Yep, that's what three. Good, fast, and cheap. Pick two. Yep. Yep. Who's that? I mean, who was the guy? I can't remember the guy's name now, and I'm sure one of our listeners probably knows. But there was uh, the guy that would was the, the lead designer on Doom or whatever, and then he split off to make his own gaming company. It was like Daikatana was his big game or something like that, and then it was in development hell for years. And then he basically missed his window. I don't know. I don't know that story. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll send it to you sometime. But yes, cool. this guy was the hotness and, you know, Doom was the biggest game back in the right. day. And he went off to make his own game that was better, but it stayed in beta forever because kind of the same thing. If you want to work, that's fine. Here are the due dates. And people just fucked around way too much. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about Atari. If you didn't deliver at that date, you're gone. Right. So there was structure, just like what well, treat you like an adult until you fuck up, which right. is how I like to be treated. And, you know, like, what does it matter when I work or how I work as long as it's good and it's delivered on time? Agreed. So anyways, that's the week. Um, Michael, tell us where they can find us in social and our book club again. Let's get that going. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Look for the Kybercast or Kybercast. And yes, by the time you hear this, I'll have something on social media about our book club. Our first book is going to be Dune. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) 
And if you like the podcast or even hate it, you can tell your friends that you don't like you if you hate it to listen to us. But, you know, tell your friends about the show. That really helps it out a lot. Um, that's really all we ask. Share it with a friend. Uh, any of the podcast catcher things, I'm not even going to go through the list this time because we say it every time. Uh, we'll tell you next time which ones you can find them on. So there. Um, yeah. This week, yeah, this week is an early one. We're, we'll catch up again next week on the KyberCast. We'll probably talk about uh, episodes two and three and maybe, I don't know. Depends when we talk again. You might be, what, six episodes in on each one, right? Ugh. No, no. Just watch both the boys and uh, Raised by Wolves released three to a start. And then I believe they're only going to release an episode every week thereon. So Okay, I was under the impression. Quarter, next one, I think we're going to be able to listen well, we only have seen four episodes, I think. Okay, I I just assume that um, uh, maybe Raised by Wolves was going to be like here's chunk one, here's chunk two, but good. Okay, there might be. I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but I know the boys is going to be weekly. Okay, good. I love that. That's good. All right, so I'll catch up, and then we'll have a full discussion in the three episodes next week to make sure that we're on the same page. And anything else that happens in the world of uh, geek and stuff. So, with that said, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.